Welcome, welcome to uh, the secondary studio. Secondary studio, yeah. <laughs> very nice, very nice place. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, we're we're here. Uh, I guess is this going to be a regular episode? Like, I was kind of I was t- toying with the idea before you got here of like maybe we should do an experimental episode to sure. like see you know. But um, I guess we can go ahead and say uh, you know welcome back to Noob Talk Radio episode twenty four. Gonna try out uh, try out uh, my place for recording. See how yeah. it goes. And you know, I can say real quick that we're ch- sort of trying to. The idea here is that I'm looking for ways to return to the weekly schedule. So you know, uh, we'll see how this goes. Um, there might be like probably this is going to come out um, not in the biweekly schedule. Like this will be just one week after the last right. episode came out. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean we're back on the the weekly track, but right. you know. Trying to get there. Yes, sir. Um, so we'll, we'll get there eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of like I was I was thinking about this recently and my girlfriend, I, w- I was talking to her about it and she pointed out how like I was really stressed when we were doing weekly and like it was really tough to, to, to get all the, the work done. And, you know, kind of like when it's like I could manage it, but whenever anything even remotely out of the schedule would come up, it was like a huge yeah. pain in the ass kind of thing. And I think that she's right in some ways, but also I feel like... I'm less stressed out by the podcasting thing in general a little bit since that happened. I don't know. I, it's, I feel I'm a, bit, I'm a bit torn because like, I feel like the, there, that it's true. It was a lot of work doing the weekly, but then there's other things that are stressful about the biweekly. That right. Yeah. Well, you lose the rhythm sort of. Exactly. Right? And, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I totally yeah. hear you. I don't know. Anyways. So we're going to try this. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If we can, if we can figure it out in a way that works, we'll get back on our weekly schedule. Uh, if it's too much, we will stick to bi-weekly. We'll see how yeah. it goes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we could even record longer bi-weekly, or yeah, longer bi-weekly that end up as a week, like two episodes basically yeah. bi-weekly. No, you've got a good point. Yeah, I actually never thought about that. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I'm open. You know. Anyways, uh, so to kick things off, uh, I guess the, the the big topic to discuss this we don't really have a discussion topic, um, but I put down Resident Evil Eight just because it's the thing that's mostly. Well, that's what you've been on, right? That's what I I've mean, been on, and that was pretty big news. It came out recently. It's pretty big uh, news. Big game. Yeah. Very um, anticipated. Yeah, I finished that a couple nights ago. Oh, you finished it? I finished it. Oh uh, shit! It was very very awesome. Um, my playthrough was, I think it took me 17 hours. Wow. Uh, and most people say it's a 10 hour game. Uh, okay. So, wow. That's know, really short. It's really short. Yeah. No, it's surprisingly short. Um, I kind of wish I, I could remember what my Resident Evil 7 playthrough was. It felt really long, but it probably was actually not that, not that long too. I feel like you may have said something around 28 to 30 hours. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think that's right. But again, like I said, I play these games really slow. Hmm. Like as you can see by the 17 hours, whereas most people are 10. Right. Uh, I just really take my time. Well, that's half the appeal, though, right? I mean... Kind of, To yeah. find clues and... Sh- I mean, this is the game that has that, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, come on. And it's, it's got, you know, it's got the really nice atmosphere to explore. Yeah. Like, uh, it just kind of... Yeah, it, it makes you feel good for sort of soaking in its, at- its atmosphere and environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, to say uh, my, my sort of, I suppose, mini-review of Resident Evil 8, I, I really liked it. I, I had a really good time the whole way through. I've been thinking about it a lot in, in, in uh, comparison to Resident Evil 7 since beating it. Um, and uh, we just watched uh, this Skillup guy's um, breakdown of what he thinks about 7 versus 8. Uh, I've read s- some reviews. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I think after watching the Skillup uh, video and talking with Teague about it, I sort of feel a bit similarly to how Skillup felt that, um, yeah, Resident Evil 8 is not as like special an experience as Resident Evil 7 is. Like, yeah, that I mean, kind of makes sense. 
right? Like, it's the second time they did the first-person thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, is it? It, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, after beating 7, right? I think, or rather, after even playing 7 for the first time, I really felt that this was, I was completely enthralled. Like, I was just, like, I was blown away by the first person. I couldn't believe they were doing this. Like, it was scary beyond all belief. Mm. Um, yeah. Much as uh, Skillop was saying, some people were leveling the, maybe not criticism at 7, but the comment that it was actually too scary for some people to play, mm. which I think you could maybe resonate with. Yeah, well, it was more of a, um, it was more like a playable horror movie, right? Yeah. With a decent amount of jump scares. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Uh, like, I love horror movies and stuff, but I'm not really big on horror games. I mean, I love Dead Space. Yeah. Which was creepy as hell, but uh, yeah. it was different. Uh, very different. Yeah, and, Dead Space uh, is still pretty actiony. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels yeah, yeah. more like Resident Evil Four or Five to me, like mm. with a fair amount of you know. Yeah, it's it's not it, it's the, not the same thing. It's, it's no. not at all. Like, um, but but yeah, I, I mean, I do like horror, but I didn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't get into this one. You know, it was yeah. too much like a movie. Um, sure. Which yeah. I really wanted to watch, but I didn't really <laughs> want to play. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I a hundred percent would like to watch someone play that game yeah know? totally like, yeah uh, no it's one of the it's one of the best games to uh yeah resident evil 8 is not as it's not as fun to watch i think as resident evil 7 no I... 7 was just so uh it's always like really visually compelling and like there's always something exciting going on in each area i feel like mm. and this is i mean 8 is maybe more of a sort of standard exploration game okay um, people keep comparing it to like a carnival of horrors kind of thing yeah where it's I like you're, that, you're in a yeah. theme park and you're visiting different different sections of the theme park are different styles of horror mm-hmm. and the game does because you know it's centered around four four uh, primary antagonists and each of those antagonists kind of has his own area um so they are extremely different from like area right, to area. right. and i think it both serves to weaken the link between it sort of creates a lesser overall experience uh encountering the, the main antagonists of the game than seven does because in seven you sort of get to know the whole baker family mm-hmm. and like they're all so related to each other and they have a lot to do with each other it's not like you go to one's area and there's just no interaction with anyone else it's like often they're all together or mm-hmm. like one will lead into the next one uh, but in this one it's very like they're segregated pieces and you know it, i mean it, it's it's true the criticism, the criticism that some people say that it, that sort of weakens the 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 overall narrative like cohesion between all the, the story elements, mm-hmm. but at the same time it kind of allows you to do some cool things too like switches it up a bit. It's not always it the same feel. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Um, like I was really impressed when so the first area is basically I guess you know should try to keep this like spoilers free, but this is really not a, a, anything that people wouldn't know from either watching uh, initial footage of the game or playing the demos, right? Like, okay, the, yeah. basically the fact that, you know, the first area is a castle and it's got these vampire ladies. Like, that's all... It's been pretty bandied around the internet quite a bit. So, yeah, the first area is that. Super cool. Uh, and, you know, fighting the vampires is really neat in a similar way that Resident Evil 7 is when you fight the family members as in like they're invulnerable but like mm-hmm. you have to like they're Do all kind something. of yeah they're all kind of boss battles mm-hmm. sort of but until you figure out the boss mechanic or get to a certain point they're just invulnerable enemies that are stalking you throughout the the environment um but then the second area was really neat and it and I I, I this is not something that I've heard people uh, discuss but the second area is extremely to me PT inspired uh, it's basically like they put a PT game inside inside Resident Evil. Oh, that's cool. It's really interesting. Yeah, they take away all your guns. Like, they, they remove your ability to, you know, fight anything, uh, which is, like, feels uncomfortable at first. But yeah. at the same time, 
it's a, it's a whole long like just story sort of zone okay where it's like creepier it gets like creepier and creepier and you're just like following sort of almost ghosts around or something and like waiting for things to happen it's very like spooky hmm. um it's really interesting and that entire segment of that antagonist is no 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 action okay or it's no fighting at least right hmm. like there's like things you can run from maybe or stuff like that but uh there's no like bring out the gun and like pop hmm. some zombies it's different like, yeah, totally, um, totally. Yeah, so I kind of, like, I appreciate that, but then at the same time, the game itself is maybe not as impactful as 7 because it doesn't right. have that sort of, I don't know. Yeah. Immersion. Yeah, 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 kind of level of immersion. But, um, yeah, but I mean, I you know, I, it's, uh, it's a tough one because I had a really, really fun time playing it, and I kind of, maybe I just wasn't expecting what 7 was doing, or like, you know... Yeah, well, it was the first time, right? So, I mean... Exactly. Yeah, it's going to be... It's going to make more of an impact on you than this, right? Yeah, yeah. It was was the first time they did it, and totally. And I I felt like this game had its own identity in terms of like it. It was building itself as like a more open world Mm -hmm. game, you know, like more exploration, like more coming back to places, more more combat. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I really liked it. I, I would recommend it. It is not as masterful as Seven, but it's still a very, 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 very good game. Is anything though? Not really. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, so, you're exactly right. I mean, like, yeah. maybe PT or something, the demo, but that wasn't even yeah. a game, right? Like, totally. uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think it's really fair to, uh, just because it isn't as good as Seven to give it any sort of negative flack because yeah. Seven was a masterpiece. I kind of feel you. It's like these things are different things. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, apples and oranges and like whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, they went in a different direction. It's still first person. I mean, I don't know if you enjoyed it, you enjoyed it, but I yeah, wouldn't expect yeah. it to have the same impact as Seven, you know? Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it's got, you know, it's got incredibly high production values, like, mm-hmm. the sound is fantastic, the enemies are fantastic, the environments are super beautiful, you yeah. know, like, it's got a lot of really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say that one thing that kind of, as I was playing it, it made me feel a lot like going back to Resident Evil 5, because they... They tease you with the uh, with different weapons you can get mm. and the fact that you can upgrade them and stuff, but it's kind of not as fleshed out as it was in five. Mm. Whereas in five, there was like really a lot of there was like three or four models of every type of gun. I honestly don't remember five all that much. Um, just the initial, the first action part, I think that you come across. I yeah. think that's like all I really remember. Um, the part in the like the village, with, yeah, uh, with the big guy, a whole with, lot of enemies, a whole lot of enemies, but yeah. there's a boss guy too, right? Yeah, um, yeah, and he triggers only like halfway through the encounter or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was weird, and it really messed me up uh, the first couple of times. But it's I crazy, it. man. Yeah, that first scene is like intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. all I remember from it, though. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> it's not surprising. I guess yeah. it had an impact. <laughs> I mean, it's also you know you've probably played that the most out of any part of the game, right? Like because you've probably restarted a few times and like replayed that that encounter. Probably, Maybe. yeah, probably. I probably yeah. restarted yeah. Like, once. Like, we played it once. Okay, so yeah. 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 It is the most. And I've played it a few times really by myself, with other people, you okay. know. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, anyways, um, so yeah, it kind of, it's funny. I mean, I really, I really like the game. Uh, it's, it makes me want to go back and play Resident Evil 5 a lot, uh, which I think I, I might well do. And uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. I think it's like, you, you can't really expect this game to be lightning in a bottle again. No, like, they did it last time. Come on. Exactly. You can't do it every time. No. And um, I don't know. It's still something good, right? Like, I it's mean, it's extremely good. And it's yeah. a little different. I, I don't know. I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To me, it tries to carve out a little bit of its own niche, niche too. Um, good. Yeah. You know, by redoing something closer to Resident Evil 4, 
uh, with the first person, which mm-hmm. is like two things that have not gone together before, blending together. Exactly. Like, you know, it's, there's still some innovation there. Yep. I guess a lot of people uh, have differing opinions on this, but it kind of comes down to also it's like, do you review things on, or do you give opinions or, or criticisms of stuff based on what they're trying to do or what they could have been kind of? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, do you evaluate on on what the thing is trying to achieve or on where it stands in the greater spectrum? Mm. It's like, but even if you evaluate on where it stands in the greater spectrum, it's still one of the most one of the most polished and robust uh, first person action games. Like, yeah, yeah. Out yeah. there, right? Well, yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, good. I mean, if you, it's the kind of thing where it's like, if any of you have any interest in playing it whatsoever, you should do just, it. Yeah. Def, for sure, just go ahead and get it. Yeah, nice. It's really fantastic. I think there's it's it's really applaudable that it's really short too. Mm. Um, to me, that's super cool. I think short games are better. It's a way easier for me, sort of mental investment to like. Oh, it's not like like Cyberpunk is a hard mental investment because it's like if you get into it, you could be playing it for hundreds of hours. You know, yeah, like yeah. kind of like The Witcher. It's like they're big, you know. So it's like yeah, which I kind of like. I do too, uh, but it's like that's a that's a time and a place, mm-hmm. and I prefer, I guess, most of my games to be smaller experiences. Mm-hmm. It's like I want to get into one of those giant experiences every now and then, and then have a lot of little bite little sized experience in between. Yeah. In between. That's kind of the snacks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or like Destiny. You know, it's also a game that you can play infinitely, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I want to go back to something like that, there's lots of options available. Yeah, right? like, for sure. Uh, we don't have a lot of options like these little yeah snacks. Right. <laughs> you yeah, know? you're right. Um, yeah, fair enough. But uh, I put at the beginning what we've been playing just because it's basically all I've been doing. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, week. fair enough. Uh, but do you want to say real quick uh, what you've been up to in terms of... I've just been on... Uh, I hopped on Arc actually, again, recently, but on um, some... I don't know, not official. Um, boosted servers, I guess, a boosted cluster. And yeah, just a couple of friends. It's totally different experience. PvP, but... Um, do they have to pay for it when it's... Uh... Somebody does, yeah. Somebody does. Um... Yeah, you can you can rent a server. Um, this is a whole cluster of servers. I don't know what the deal is, but it's open for anybody. And um, I played on some other boosted too, but wasn't a huge fan. They were like they overdid it. This one did it just enough. Like it's it's still very 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 boosted. But like I don't know the the first time I did one, it was like it's too much it's just too much like you, you're never gonna kill another player when you have like that much health you know like uh, they just uh, put too much in there so they really fuck with everything oh they fuck with it's everything it's not just like resource gathering no, like no 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 yeah. like so this yeah. server they this server's boosted harvesting for sure um boosted weight uh, so you put one point in your weight and you can carry pretty much unlimited amounts of shit which is like huge yeah uh instantly taming animal or dinosaurs and shit like it's all big stuff but it makes it so it's not really a big deal if you lose stuff you know it's like right you you know it doesn't take you two weeks to raise a giga um right which is what it takes on official um and that's the appeal i guess i think it's ridiculous like uh, i think it's insane um to spend that amount of time to then lose that when you're not online uh like what the hell um now it's way it it asks way too much official, but huh. um, boosted not so much, and they wipe it every month. Um, right. So no matter how boosted, boosted yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So no matter how established you get, how much crazy shit you have, it's going to be gone at the end of the month, and everybody's on the same starting point, you know, which is cool. So yeah, that's all I've been doing with a couple of friends that I used to play with, and uh, haven't done all that much, but just messed around a bit, raised a few gigas, had some good times, yeah. Killed some people. Um, <laughs> it was uh, it was fun. It was fun. So, and 
remind me, uh, do we, we don't, there's no set release date for ARC 2, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, I think there's a release date for Gen 2, um, which their last, uh, a while ago, I think it was like last year, actually, um, they released a new map and it was like a DLC, you bought it, but it came with a second part that wasn't out yet. And that second part is supposed to be coming soon. Interesting. Um, I think like next month or something. Um, so that should be neat. But seeing how that's not even out yet, I really don't know about Arc 2. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So far, we don't know anything beyond the, the Vin Diesel involvement. Right. Yeah, yeah pretty the, much. The vague, and, the well, it's going to be completely different. Like, it's not going to be the same type of game at all. Did um, we know that? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Well, I mean, it's first... I mean, you can go first person, whatever, but there's, like, NPCs and stuff and, like, story. Oh, interesting. Yeah. it's It looks weird. There's, there's none of that. In, Do you like uh, the way that sounds or not so much? I'm not sure. Honestly, yeah. I I don't know. It sort of seems like, well, I really don't know what they're going to do. Um, but it, it kind of seems actually like a Resident Evil Village um, version of Ark compared to Resident Evil and Resident Evil 7. Yeah. You know, like... Just that different? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, so it's kind of tough to say. I have no idea. Tough to evaluate before you see it in the wild. No clue. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it could be really cool, but uh, again, I don't know how you can do it with story. Like, the, the part of arc I like is, again, playing with friends and yeah. I and PvP. That's what I like. Uh, so, if this is going to be a single-player story-driven game... Well, that's not possible, though, right? I mean, I don't know. Arc, like, couldn't I, be single-player. Well, I... I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it looked that from what I saw, it looked like a story. Um, True, yeah. just from the trailer. But I mean, yeah. like it's him talking to a little girl and stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much of that Horizon is. Horizon Zero Dawn ish a bit. Yeah, sort of feel very yeah. much actually. Yeah. But um, but I have no idea, and uh, hmm. we'll see. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fun anyway. But uh, and Vin Diesel is a fan of original arc, and he has something to do with the production of the second one. So there is hope, but. I'm not uh, expecting anything at all. Sure. Um, <laughs> Interesting. Gen 2, I, I expect, will be very cool. The first one was wild. They switched it up entirely. There never used to be, like, missions and actual stuff you could do, whereas, like, on Genesis, there were tons of missions. There was a store where you could buy materials and stuff. Like, it was, a, it was a completely Big different changes. game. Big changes. Yeah. Huge. But the base was still there. Right. In terms of, like, you could build up and raid people and whatever like that was all the same yeah anyway well listen i mean uh since it's the i feel like the genre is a little similar we're going to tackle this later but do you want to just talk about um hood outlaws and legends for a yeah sec? yeah, yeah. Uh, just because i mean you, you're making me think about it with all the discussion of like pvp and pve and stuff um, yeah i don't know i mean i don't really have that much to say about this game um mainly just wanted to mention it because it came out and it's it's been a big deal for mm -hmm. a while like a lot of people are talking about it yep um i watched a little bit of uh i guess i watched the the a video review i've heard the mostly tepid responses from uh, uh from critics like it seems to be getting like sixes and sevens kind of thing okay. like okay you know like has has issues but okay hmm. um i think and... it's only like a 40 dollar game right that's one of the things I was going to ask you. Is yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a full price game. Okay, well that makes a little bit more sense. Mm. Yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, this can't be like eighty dollars, right? I, like, I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I feel yeah. like it was like fifty bucks, maybe forty bucks. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, it looked really cool. I was really excited for it, and then when it came out, I was kind of like, I don't really feel like sneaking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like it seems to be a pretty 
major part of this game. You know? Well, I mean, yes and no. That seems to be one of the things that some of the critics are talking about is the fact that the, the sneaking is kind of... It's well worked out, and it's a it's a fleshed out part of the game. But then it takes really second. Um, what's the word? Uh, sort of chair. Thank you. Yeah, it takes second chair to the combat in a lot of portions of the game. Okay. Yeah. And as soon as any combat starts happening, the sneaking kind of just goes out the window, mm-hmm. and it becomes just suddenly a massive brawl melee. Yeah. That that article. Uh, there was an article. Was that from? You sent one. Maybe IGN. I think it was probably IGN. But yeah, they were talking about pretty much how you could um, basically trigger guards just to fuck with the other team. Okay. Um, so, like, I didn't know that. even if they didn't, even if they were being sneaky and shit, like, one tactic is, like, you get everybody after you and you lead them to the other team. Interesting. Um, yeah. And then while they're dealing with that, you try and steal their shit. Um, right. I mean, again, seems cool, but, like, also, I'm not a huge... I love co-op games and stuff if I know other people playing them. Uh, I don't team up with random people. Yeah. I have no interest in it. Can you play the game single player? Probably not. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Um, It's not like Destiny where it's like there's sections you can play single player and sections you can play. I really don't think so. Uh, Because it seems like like it's a four four characters on a team and they all have different skills, right? So I think you may need to have ones on your team you know yeah. certain people for certain shit like uh i don't know how i feel about it it sounds from what i was re- reading too it sounds like the um there's some maybe some balance issues between the mm-hmm. classes too yeah you know like they're really some like they're like the the stealth guy is like a robin hood kind of dude mm-hmm. with an arrow bow and arrow i think i think so and he's like super clutch in certain situations but then kind of completely useless in other combat situations right right so it sounds like they're a little like not that they're not all different but that they're maybe just not super balanced or like their abilities are great in one situation but then completely useless in other situations yeah Something like that well like the big guy i think is the only one that can open up the gates oh is he i'm pretty sure yeah He's also supposed to be faster at carrying the treasure box. Is yeah, that it, I yeah, think? yeah. I think I heard that as well, yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, that's cool. But I mean, again, like, I don't know. If you have a group of friends, I think it would be amazing. Probably, um, yeah. But like, what game isn't? <laughs> you, you know, if you have a group of friends, yeah. you could you could fling cards at a hat and it would still <laughs> be an amazing game. You um, just landed on the problem with all these games. Yeah, it's that playing with friends is always good. Yeah. So you kind of have to be a little bit harsher on these games because it's like, it's really a question of when you're evaluating them, you want to find which are the best ones to yeah. play with your friend. Anything can be fun, yeah. but give me the best playground to play in. Rock, paper, scissors can be fun. I mean, sure. come on. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Like, say you're just a, say you're a huge fan of Left 4 Dead. I mean, sorry, not Left 4 Dead. Uh, RDO is what I want to say. Say you're a huge fan of RDO. It's like any new game has to give you, or Destiny for me, whatever. Any new game has to give you a really compelling reason to go outside of that playground because mm. you already have things in that playground that you that you like that you're accustomed to you know that you enjoy playing with friends in that in that yeah. scenario it's like you have to have some other re- like there has to be some reason beyond just more co-op stuff but if, if red dead um in particular like uh, even with friends i have a hard time playing it now you know it's like i'm just so tired of it i've done yeah. so much of it that like yeah I'll do it to socialize a little bit, but after five minutes, I'm like, I'm bored as hell, you know? Like, yeah. uh, I, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's an awesome game, but I just did too much. And, totally. Um, yeah, so pretty much anything with friends is great. Kind of, yeah. And, well, that doesn't really... That's not enough to make a game good, you know? No. Like, uh, I don't know. Man, I can't stop thinking about Resident Evil 5. I really want to play Resident Evil 5. Well, that was really <laughs> cool. Yeah, it was cool that you could play co-op but didn't have to 
right? Like, that's pretty wild and great. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, really fantastic AI system, too, mm-hmm. for if you don't have a friend or don't want to don't want to play co-op. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I think I did the whole game by a first solo by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you'd actually be able to do Hood solo or if you'd have to have people, because I don't I think, think so. you could pull off the heist by yourself. It doesn't you know? seem like, yeah. yeah. Um, and at least in, like, Hunt, which is the PvPvE or whatever, yeah. the only other one that I know of, um, you can yeah, you can go solo and you can pull it off if you are good enough. You know, the like, game or really crazy benefits enough. from that. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. and I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, having no, you're totally right. Having single people in a hunt lobby by themselves can be a really fantastic X factor mm-hmm. because they're just really unpredictable. Yeah, you have no idea if they have you know, a they friend have, or not. Or two yeah, they friends. have no yeah. teammates. They could be just sitting there watching you the whole time, mm-hmm. waiting for someone to straight from the pack to pick someone off. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, it's really, that's, I'm glad you brought up on Showdown because when I was watching a bunch of uh, Hood, Hood Outlaws and Legends uh, just Let's Play videos, I was like, the whole time I'm just like, I mean, I obviously I'm biased, but the whole time I'm watching it and I'm like, I can't see any reason not to go play more Hunt Showdown with this game. You know, like it's, it's, it's a vaguely similar setup where there's people coordinating to try and do a thing while another group of people is trying to block them from doing a thing. Exactly. But Hunt is just so much better and has so many more options for, I mean, like you said, you could even play Hunt single player. It's possible. Solo. Yeah. 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 I played a bunch of quote unquote single player Hunt Mm. by myself, Mm -hmm. but you totally can do that. And you yeah. can get your small little victories if you try. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, as long as you're not an idiot. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like you're just, you have to be scrappy when you're by yourself. That's you it. Know? That's like, it. Scrappy and resourceful, like a survivalist. It's amazing. You know? it's like so It's really good. cool. Yeah. I don't think, uh, like, uh, so I do appreciate um, Hood trying again, this PvPvE stuff, but I, I can't see it being as cool as Hunt. You know? Again, Hunt is just top of the books to me. Like, yeah. uh, it doesn't yeah. get better than that. Yeah. Um, in terms of just a cool idea um, yeah. that's like different yeah. and just I don't know. It, I'm for sure I'm for sure a little biased against third person too. Like when I look at third person stuff, people playing together, I always feel like it looks less I don't know what to say. Like just mm. less like like I look at it in, in the third person gameplay and I'm kind of like it just looks sloppy and a little like like can I even really tell clearly what's going on here? What I'm the opposite. I, w- I know, I know. Because I, I gotta be able to dive. You have to be able to dive. <laughs> and I'm sorry, like, it doesn't yeah. work in first person. Like, yeah. I mean, it... No, it doesn't. It happens. Like, you can do it. Yeah. Like, for sure, they throw it in once in a blue moon. But, like, I don't know. I like to be able to dive out of the way of stuff. You they know? had dodging in Cyberpunk, and it really did not work well. Right? Like, uh, I mean, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's just, like, again, depending on the type of game you're playing. Yeah. But, like, it's a pretty integral... Action. I'm, not, I'm, I'm most... not totally biased though because Resident Evil Five is third person, right? And to me, it's it, it looks incredible. Like it, there's nothing, there's no issues with right, right, right. Like right. when I look at someone playing Resident Evil Five, I'm like, yo, that game looks great mm-hmm. immediately, right? Well, whereas when I look at Hood Out Lost and Legends, I'm just like, eh, it yeah. looks a little janky. I the don't difference, know. I think, is like again a forty or an eighty dollar game, perhaps, um, is what I'm thinking. But I mean, yeah. maybe not. And like uh, for Honor, you know, in terms of third person, like it was pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice, man. I, like, I really should. Uh, yeah, maybe next time we're at your place, uh, I should get you to run me through a For Honor match. Just because I've never actually seen. I haven't played it in ages, I mean, but yeah, I, you've told me a lot about it, but I've never I actually think I re-downloaded seen re-downloaded it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, um, listen, let's uh, let's let's wrap Simple. this. Yeah. Um, but before we before we go real quick, I'll just shout out a couple numbers. Uh, I jotted this down mostly because uh, Resident Evil was doing so well, and it's you know. 
I guess Capcom and the Resident Evil franchise have been so important to me over the over the years that I just was I looked into a little bit the how it was doing sort of like financially, yeah. um, and uh, so it seems to be it's not a huge success, but it still seems to be quite successful. Um, so Resident Evil Eight uh, sold uh, three sorry not sold uh, Resident Evil Eight has three million shipped in in less than the first week it was out. So 3 million shipped does not necessarily mean 3 million sold. Uh, but compared to Resident Evil 7, when, when 7 launched in 2017, it was 2.5 million shipped uh, in the first week. And so we, we don't know how many are sold yet, but Resident Evil 7, uh, we do know because it's been out for a long time, right? That's 8.5 million sold so far, which is quite good. I think 3 million shipped in the first week for Village means it's off to a totally fine start. That was in like a few days too, right? Yeah, um, I would think so. Yeah, and... The Resident Evil 7, uh, one interesting thing about 7's demo, too, is that the, the, the demo for Resident Evil 7 was downloaded 7.15 million times, uh, which is <laughs> extremely, uh, extremely impressive. Sorry, and that's, yeah, 7.15 million times downloaded in, in less than one week after launch. That's, that's like in a period of days, right? Um, which is pretty nuts. Uh, and I don't, we don't have numbers, unfortunately, on what the, the uh, community response was with the demo for, for 8, um, hmm. but... I can only assume it's... Uh, I did check, too, because, you know, the demo was supposed to leave the store after for Resident Evil 8. Like, it came out briefly, and then they were going to take it down. Mm. You can still get the Maiden demo, which mm. is the first demo that's only on PS5. So no, they're leaving okay. the PS5 demo, and they removed the 4 the four and 5 combo demo. So whatever. There's there's still something accessible. But um, I don't know. I just thought that, that 7.15 million downloads in less than a week for Resident Evil 7 was, like, pretty huge. Yeah, And, yeah, the, the, the franchise is up to 100 million copies more than 100 million copies sold the Resident Evil franchise period and the, the, to and to put that number into context if you go back to 2017 uh Capcom's prediction for the franchise was to sell in the next several years was to sell 75 million so they've exceeded their their expectations for that and they seem to be doing pretty well um which the end the only reason why I care is because I just I you want I, more I really like the company yeah, yeah. And I just I want them to keep doing products for sure so I'm I, I think it's like the numbers are satisfying like they're good enough that like they're gonna do more yeah, yeah. I feel like 3 million is a little... Like the 3 million shipped compared to 2.5 million shipped for Resident Evil 7 in the same time period was like a little... Could have been higher, you know? But I hope I it's a financial though, success but, for them. I yeah, I mean, <clears throat> copies shipped and like, again, maybe digital yeah. sales are higher and... Stuff to say. You know, I don't know. I mean... Yeah. One more quick number just to indicate the company is doing fine is that Monster Hunter World uh, has actually sold more than 17 million now worldwide, which is crazy. Mm. Like, just that game, mm. uh, more than 17 million. Fucking nuts. Which yeah. is, uh, I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, Wor- World is the best Monster Hunter game to me also. Mm. And, um, yeah, I really hope that that type, type of product gets... Uh, Pretty sure that's the one I have, right? Uh, yeah, that's one. Mm. Yeah, we played that uh, just like twice. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah it's a good game. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah. I was mostly just tired of it by the time. Yeah, like, fair enough. You know, but fair that enough. was also like, that was coming off my, really? That was coming, <laughs> the wind is howling like crazy. Um, that was coming off my like something like 200 hours and right, Ultimate yeah. 3 on Wii U, you know, I was mm-hmm. like so kind of like. Done really with that genre, yeah. Tapped myself out, yeah. yeah for sure. <laughs> but, uh, and, and also uh, Rise is approaching 5 million copies sold, which is the one that came out very recently on Switch. Okay. So, you know, Capcom in general it seems to be extremely healthy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, that's good because I, I want to see more stuff like more that. More Capcom, yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, so we'll take a short break. Yep, sounds we'll good. Back. So here, let's get into a few new topics. Uh, took a little break. We'll lead with uh, Hades has been rated for PS4 uh, on the Korean Korean rating committee. 
yeah, this is an article off IGN, uh, and basically uh, some Reset Era user, uh, which is Reset Era is apparently a somewhat scary forum similar to, uh, is it off NeoGAF? Like a splinter, a splinter off of NeoGAF? Which is one of these weird uh, sort of like news forum things that I don't really fully understand. Right. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, user Modi's uh, has noticed that Hades has been rated by the Korea, Korea Korean Game Rating and Administration Committee. Uh, so it's completely non-official confirmation, but it looks like if it's been rated there, then there's probably uh, no reason why that would be done other than to get it on PS4s. Like worldwide kind of thing, right? right. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Hades looks like it's coming to PS4. Cool. Um, I don't really have much to say about this other than that's great. I've, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I didn't realize it wasn't already on PS4. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, that's, that's uh, this came up on our Games of the Generation yeah. because I think yeah, I was like I was gonna put Hades there, except for I put Transistor I think because uh, I wanted a super giant right. game, right? But I couldn't put Hades because it was on Switch, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you but know, Switch Hades is still amazing. generation, right? I mean, yeah, but we we were such we, a PlayStation yeah, podcast yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah. it seemed oh, like enough. it just once you open that doorway, yeah, it's there's like, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, exactly. Then you got to talk about Mario and shit, and it's like then Mario's probably got to be Zelda Breath of the Wild's probably got to be on. You know what I mean? Like, I do hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just a whole bunch of. Also, I didn't want to talk about those games. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah, the yeah, games yeah. that I love them, but you know, I just didn't. Uh, it's not what I. Not what I'm really talking about, yeah. Um, everyone should play Hades. It's extremely, extremely good. I've heard nothing um, but good things. It's insanely polished. It's kind of like, it's half ludicrous that a game like this can be this polished by a small studio. Like, they're not a big operation. Um, Supergiant is incredible. You know, all their games are amazing. Um, it's, again, it's a really affordable game, too. I'm actually blanking on the price now. It's somewhere between twenty and forty. Uh, I can't remember, but it's like it's a budget price. Um, it's one hundred percent worth the, the the price of entry, and um, that's really all I got to say about it. Um, I think Hades on PS4 is uh, fantastic for lots of play- like lots of PlayStation users will be really excited about that. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Um, and then moving on to number two. Uh, yeah, Housemark states it is searching for an autosave solution. So I don't know if you've been yeah, have you been following any of the sort of returnal Not really. nonsense? I, I read the article the article that you sent me um, about this, and um, I just thought it was funny. It um, is funny. Like I don't know. Well, for anybody who isn't familiar with the controversy, basically a whole lot of people. Returnal has been getting pretty good uh, reception, mm-hmm. right? I think it looks really cool. I would it love does. to play it. Uh, I will for sure play that if I have a P- if I can get a PS5. Um, although I'll probably play Demon Souls first, to be fair. Yeah, but, come uh, on. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> They're really different kinds of games. Yeah, though, yeah. Right? But I mean, you've uh, you're a Dark Souls guy, and Souls um, guy. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that there's a new one, you're gonna uh, you know. Well, a new old one. New old. Well, but yes. a PS5 version of something you love. You know, totally. like you're totally. totally gonna get on that for sure. Know? For sure. Uh, I'm also really excited to, you know, these games are always, like, probably currently Demon's Souls on PS5 has the best multiplayer community for mm. Souls games, right? right? The most amount of people are always on the current one, mm. and that ends up for really good. Because I really like the, P- the PvP elements of, uh, of Dark Souls 2. Mm. Uh, I mean, Dark Souls also, uh, which, yeah, is going to be best when you're right yeah, in the, the middle of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, the, the initial controversy was that 
people were complaining about um, the lack of save options in the game. So it's a roguelike game where you're, you're, you're doing multiple runs, right? Like you're, you're playing through a lot of content again and again to try and get to the end. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I don't know too much about the game, but from what I understand, very small thing. You, you, there's some sort of really limited progression. You get a little bit better over time, but it's mostly a run from scratch every time. Okay. Uh, trying to get to the end. And um, I've played a lot of games like this before. I kind of like uh, this, this um, format. And um, like Children of Morda uses a similar format. Uh, Hades uses a similar format. Uh, Risk of Rain 2 to me is the biggest game that like Returnal is pretty much Risk of Rain 2 okay. in a really, really, really polished version. Hmm. But it's like the game, like they're both third person action action games. They both have like, you know, crazy enemies you got to fight in like an action setting. Hmm. And like you die and you reset all your progress in both the games. Right. They're very similar. But um, it's never really been a problem before, but people are complaining about it with Returnal because what's happening is they're saying, you know, these games usually don't have save options, right? It's just you die, you restart. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as saving. But because this game apparently has like multiple hour runs now, people are getting are really, are complaining about it a lot, whereas that wasn't really a problem previously because the games that would do that kind of thing, they're not multiple hour runs. No. They're like, you can do a run in like half an hour. Mm. So it's like, you wouldn't need to save. You know, but basically, like now, uh, the only way to save the game is like people are having to put their PS5s in rest mode, or like you know you have to like just suspend the application, basically, right? So that's crazy, though. Well, I it mean, kind like, of. I on. mean, some people are like, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it has this public outcry. I think it's both crazy and not crazy. It depends on how you look at it. But I do th feel like the thing that like I was talking to my buddy Matt about this and he was like yeah but I mean that's never been a problem in other games we played before I f and he feels like it's just a it's just a bit of a um, like a public outrage thing where it's like people have decided that for some reason this is the time it's a problem right whereas they've accepted it and all the other stuff and I kind of agree but at the same time it from from what I gather and again I haven't played the game so it's hard to say but from what I gather this really is a lot longer the runs than right. any game has done before so it's a lot less reasonable to expect people to like like it's kind of like you have to play for like two or three hours if you want to sit down yeah which i think is a little much um, in a personally. game that's resetting progress right it's like where you know when you die it's over that seems a little crazy i, I would think like, so yeah like there's nothing wrong with hardcore mode in Diablo 3 because you can save. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like you would never want to go all the way through level 1 to 70 in one sitting. It's like it would take you weeks. You know? Yeah, I don't no, know. It's insane. It's like, exaggerating, uh, but yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, yeah. I think it kind of makes sense to put something in if there are multiple hour runs, you know? I think it's nuts to... I think it's a little to... crazy too. Yeah. Um, and I mean, basically, this article is just saying. So you know, House Mark has been aware of the controversy since it, since it released. And this article is uh, is, is comments from House Mark. I'm getting this off IGN. It's called um, Yeah, House Mark searching for eternal autosave solution, comma. But it's not easy. Right. Um, and basically, House Mark is just saying that they're trying really hard. We understand that there are some some, some systems in place that are causing problems. Uh, we're investigating how 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 to how to handle this situation. And they're just saying that, like, there are, I mean, we understand there are some systems in place that are currently a hindering factor, says Housemark Marketing Director Mikhail Havari. <laughs> yeah, the article also has a Spelunky designer, Derek Yu, piping in and saying, um, I often see how players exclaim how easy it is to add something, especially if other games have it, but every team and game has different priorities, and nothing is as trivial as it seems from the outside. Uh, Havari says, currently we just don't know exactly what a solution to this problem would be. So it's very difficult to announce anything because I think there's a lot of a lot of different people looking for different things. 
And um, I just straight up don't buy these explanations at all. Mm. Uh, I kind of wish House Park would just be like either A, this is what the game was intended to do. If you don't like it, that's fine. Like number one. Or B, just fucking put in a save. Like I don't I don't buy this for a second that it's like really difficult to implement an autosave. I mean... I have no idea, honestly. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think so, but I just don't know. So yeah. I, I don't want to pretend like I do. You I know? mean, I have really limited programming experience, specifically in the iPhone field, but when I was designing a roguelike, uh, very much similar to the way these games operate, that had permanent death, had random generation, uh, or sorry, procedural generation, and, you know, was a game that was designed to always wipe itself when you finish, it was not, it would not have been difficult to put a save in. Okay. I mean, well. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't, maybe there's something crazy going on here that I don't know about, but right. it's like, yeah. I don't think that kind of stuff is... Like, it's not a good excuse. Well, a save feature is such a basic kind of feature that it's like... I mean, I've seen lots of other permanent death games not have any problems with these things, right? Yeah. Like, it's true that a lot of the times we don't think about it because the games we play with permanent death, they're, they're, they're fast and short. Mm -hmm. And you don't even need to have... Like, it doesn't matter if you have to turn your, your, turn your console off. You'll just start a new run. Who cares? Right, right. You know? Right. But, like, like, if Hades didn't save halfway through a run, I wouldn't... I'm actually not sure if it does. It probably doesn't. But I don't care because the runs are, like, half an hour. The, the absolute max time is, it could be like uh, be like an hour and a half or something. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. It's not that like Children of Morta gets around the problem because Children of Morta, you can only you can only play a four level zone at a time. Okay. Like you always get kicked back to the house if you beat a four level. You can't go all the way through the game, kind of. Okay. Right, but then you can start back at the next place, like the next big zone. Right, right, right. Okay. So I mean, they could do this something like that, you know, like they could just make the the progress save as you go, and like it's, people, a lot of people are saying that the problem is that they don't want to do it because if they allow any kind of save stating, then it allows save scumming, which is the the process of like just reloading old like uh, storing like a save to the cloud and then rewriting your progress mm -hmm. right to get around the permanent death problem and i mean that's true but like my thoughts on that are kind of like what's well, not i mean there are ways to do it that don't involve that but that's mostly true and even then though i'm kind of just like if people want to cheese like that then fucking just let them cheese like yeah what, i mean what's like, the big deal like, like it's not a pvp thing right i mean exactly i mean i don't see the problem you're clearly cheating if you do that it's like if you want to cheat in your game just cheat in your yeah. game you they know used to, like uh, you remember they used to put the cheats in uh in video game magazines back in the day yeah up totally. down up down up right left right you know, like, <laughs> select start absolutely <laughs> nintendo power absolutely that was the day Those yeah counselor's were. corner classified I, yeah classified I, something oh man that was the best <laughs> it was i the remember best. writing them down on little pieces of paper from people at school that had the magazine and i'm like go yeah. home to pump this into mortal Kombat. you know yeah, and, uh, yeah totally cheating is a thing <laughs> anyways so they say they're looking into it um i just think it's amusing the whole thing yeah um, yeah, yeah and i think i thought it was kind of cool to just talk about the idea of like is it a problem that you can't save in a few hour long you know like yeah, if I a run know. lasts two to three hours do you think it's a problem that you can't save during that time? I'd have to try it out. I honestly don't know. It does sound a little rough to have to sit down for two to three hours if your run's going well, mm -hmm. right? Like, just because that's a long time. Yep. You know, yep. like, for a game that builds itself as not, like, a, it's not a, you know, it's not an RPG or something mm -hmm. where you're always expected to stop and resume. Right. You know, I don't know. Um, it's an interesting sort of problem they've gotten themselves yeah. into. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'm curious. They're just a little different from all the other things that are doing the same thing. Right, right. To make people maybe complain about it, right? It's, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a big fat nothing burger, but uh, <laughs> won't know until we try it. They're, they're looking into it, so. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. I really just kind of feel like they should just be like, you know what, guys? This is the game we made. Deal with it. 
Like, if you don't like it, that's fine. We still believe it's good. I don't know. I mean, it looks great. I don't think it would stop me from playing it. I don't know. Have to try it out. I yeah, guess, you know, yeah. really. But here, let's move along to number three, which is uh, Google insists Stadia is alive and well. Oh. Should I do a recap uh, before I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not super up on uh, Me neither. News. Me neither. It's just Stadia is just hilarious, though. Stadia is hilarious. Yeah, it sounds like a complete shit show. Um, it sounds like it's quite clearly... I was going to say dying, but that would imply that it had life to begin with. Um, so just, you know, not... It seems like it can't really do anything. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants it. You know. How, how long did it take for them to put the search bar in? I don't know. <laughs> it was... I think it was like... I think I saw an article talking about it was like a year or something like that. Um, it's supposedly missing extremely simple, like, expected features. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, it is pretty funny. I mean... I don't know. I feel like... Are we like about a year after it came out now? I think so. It's I a, think ish, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, to not have some features like that at this point in time. I mean, that's just... Like, I don't know. Also, you still have to buy your games, even though you have to stream them all the time, mm, right? Yeah, I, don't don't, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, I think I, you still got to pay for your games. I don't really know. I think there's some kind of subscription thing where it's like you can get access to like a rotating thing, kind of like Xbox Game Pass. Okay, maybe. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't. I know very little about this, but and but I think you also can, similar to PlayStation, you can just buy your games, mm. and then you have that game permanently. But it's still a streaming service, so yeah, you can still only use that product if your internet is good enough, right? Right. Like, right. Yeah. So Google is insisting that uh, they're totally fine, even though uh, it, it closed its internal game development studio. The, the head of product uh, left the company, um, and they don't really have that many games. But like it's fine. It's but fine. it's fine. It's okay. No problems. <laughs> developing Nothing marketing to see lead. Here. <laughs> developing marketing lead Nate Ahern has talked with GamesIndustry.biz and said that Google Stadia is "quote unquote" alive and well. Um, Ahern cited over 100 new games launching on Stadia in 2021 growth of its Stadia Makers program which I have no idea what it is but I assume that's some sort of like you know developer incentive like come dev dev on our platform thing which I I would never do if I was an amateur developer Uh, and yeah they closed their internal game studio Jade Raymond which is the the famous producer from there left as soon as that happened and then went to found Haven the the studio in Montreal I believe that's going to you know heading up a new some sort of new AAA thing on PlayStation right and uh, apparently it's doing great though yeah so, hey nothing to see here <laughs> i mean do you know a single person just anecdotally nope. that has nope either has or has any interest in in Stadia nope i feel like i should talk to my brother about this kind of game cuz i feel i this kind of system cuz i feel like it's his kind of tech like okay, he yeah. just lo- he loves that kind of like weird new tech stuff, hmm. right? Like like VR things or like you know weird you know Wi-Fi in your home kind of thing. Like he's like no, okay. he's into stuff like that. Okay, yeah. maybe he'd lo- he'd love this, but I I don't think that he uh, has any interest in Stadia either. Okay, and, it's uh, just PC, right? Uh, well, it's kind of anything. You mean the actual platform itself? Well, like I mean, what do you you put it on your? TV? I think it's nowhere because it's just it's all in the cloud. Right. Okay. Right. So like, you it's can just play it on controller? your smart TV. I think so. This is showing my lack of the knowledge about uh, Stadia. <laughs> I think Sorry. you can play it anywhere okay, is the yeah. idea. Like anywhere that you can stream. Right. So your phone, whatever. Yeah. Maybe it's a browser? <laughs> we probably should have looked at <laughs> Yeah, we should have looked at this up a little bit more. Maybe I shouldn't ask <laughs> that listen, question. I think, it's, I think it's a testament to how well Stadia is doing that we probably you know don't know really that much about, about it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, it just doesn't seem like anyone has any interest. And I don't really understand why they're still even bothering to keep up the pretense that... It's alive and well. Like, it sounds like it's going to be one of those... Isn't Google a little bit famous for sort of also 
uh, pioneering new technologies and then really quietly just like totally abandoning them like a short while after oh, like, didn't think... they do that with a couple other no never man uh, don't you don't you see how many people are wearing google glasses and all that stuff? <laughs> thank uh... you <laughs> <laughs> do you see oh look there's three people out there wearing them uh, yeah they're kings of that <laughs> yeah uh, so i think this is quite clearly another one that's just gonna get big old flop quietly wiped under the carpet <laughs> but we'll see we'll see i mean apparently it's doing really well yeah so, nothing to know. see yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see we'll those see. google glasses yeah yeah. yeah yeah maybe i'll try it at some point in time it's just like for sure don't have good enough internet to... no my internet's okay but i really don't feel like it's good enough to live stream games the amount of information i mean apparently they have the best infrastructure out there for it but still like i can't believe that would work well mm. stuff like like when i live stream i mean admittedly i think the technology behind this the software behind this was very bad but when i tried to stream you know you could you could play your ps4 on your vita in remote play oh, mode yeah, yeah 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 the few times i tried that it was a total mess like it <laughs> barely worked i think it's a lot of that is because of playstation's infrastructure was bad <laughs> but still it's like it just it's hard for me to believe that streaming stuff like that is really ever gonna yeah. i mostly just know that allegedly it still is quite a shit show on um ps now okay right like it still does not work like, you can download the games which is great mm-hmm. like, you can fully download them as part of the service and play them that way but streaming them is not a good solution from what i hear right um, so i don't know good old stadia they're they're alive and well so you know, alive and well nothing to say about that mm, nothing to see here <laughs> uh, let's move on to number four which is a playstation partnership with discord uh, i'm guessing you probably don't know that much about this one not too much i read the article it's news that came out. I mean, the original thing was this new development is um, basically Discord discussing its evolving social channel. I think it's called Channel Discovery is the name of the feature. They're just talking about a new feature they're excited about. That part is not, I don't really find that interesting myself. Um, but I mostly just wanted to bring this up because we didn't talk about this before, like in the last episode, okay. when it was announced that um, there was a Sony partnership with Discord. So I pretty much just put it down so we could discuss the Sony partnership with Discord. Um, and I don't really have that much to say, uh, especially other than, than what's been said already. Uh, there's not that much known. Basically, uh, Sony and Discord have confirmed a partnership. Mm-hmm. Sony's made a minority investment in uh, Discord, which is cool. I think that's a very smart thing to do. Uh, I think it's 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 good for both platforms that they're you know trying to ally themselves with each other. You know, Discord also wasn't bought by Microsoft, which there's right. a lot of like rumors about that, mm. um, which they have not commented on. So I mostly just wanted to draw attention to the Sony Discord partnership. I guess maybe ask your opinion about, do you think that's something that people might actually want? Have you ever used Discord? No. Uh, I, I had zero experience with it until recently, but I played um, the board game that I play with my, my friend Joel and Michael, uh, who probably still both listen to the podcast. I know one of them does, at least. Um, we played Jaws the Lion together remotely, and we were using Discord to have a three-way chat. Okay. Like, um, just which I realized after we probably could have just done a three-way conference call, but mm-hmm. uh, Michael really likes Discord, so... Hey, yeah. why not? It's, it's Discord it is. Uh, I think Joel really likes Discord, too. And um, it seems really good. It's an extremely solid service. The only thing I didn't like about it was... It's cool, too, because it does have video, right? So it's mm-hmm. like we were doing an audio discussion, but then also when Michael wanted to show what was going on on his board, he could just point the phone at his board and be like, oh, here's where my character is. And we'd be okay. like, oh, okay. So, you know, it's cool for that, and you can just turn the video off if you're not using it. Um, also, one thing that's interesting is, like, you make channels. So Michael had a channel, 
And then it's like, it's a Discord channel. And Michael's, I think, brother or someone, family member, uh, also regularly talks with them. So he popped into the channel at one point in time and just started talking to us. Uh, like, I just heard this third voice and I was kind of like, didn't know how these things worked. But suddenly it was like, uh, and then someone explained to me, like, oh, that's just my brother. You know, he also plays blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, cool. So people can just jump in and out whenever they want. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of how it works. It's like, since he has it in his channel, mm-hmm. you know, this person can yeah, just... In, yeah, yeah, friends yeah, whatever, yeah. Yeah, he's like a friend of the channel or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's neat. You know, it's like that whole thing was integrated very seamlessly and cool. Um, it seems great. The only thing I didn't like about it was that I noticed that it really clearly uh, tanked my phone battery. Hmm. Like down the tubes, um, hmm. mostly because it's just audio, it's uh, video streaming, I okay. think, right? Okay. Because uh, what I do know is when I play remote board games with my buddy Matt, uh, we have really, really long phone conversations. Uh, we'll, we'll have four hour, like not hanging up once, four hour phone conversations mm. the whole time we play this game, and it's fine on the battery. Okay. You know, like I charge it to full, and like I'll be at like 80% or something. But when we did this Discord thing, after an hour, I was like, oh, it's dead, and like I need to plug it now. Mm. But, I mean, it seems like a really cool uh, messaging app. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really, really popular. Yeah, isn't something like 75% um, of its users not video games? Yeah, I think the number you're talking about is was some internal poll, 78% of users say they don't necessarily use it to, for, games, for right. gaming-related stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as Which a, is cool. I it mean, is cool. it's yeah. like really, I, I 100% thought it was a video game thing. Yeah, um, I think it kind of was to begin with. At the beginning, I think. It yeah, was, uh, yeah, but um, I don't know that much about it. Uh, yeah, me neither. But yeah. all I know is like, yeah, it's cool. I'm I mean, always a bit of a dinosaur with these like new social messaging apps. You know, it's like I just don't. I use the minimum amount. I mean, I still fucking call my friend to play board games with him. I just call him. Yeah, and we talk on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like when there's lots of other Zoom meetings, there's no. Discord. There's so many other ways I could do it. I don't know about any of that stuff. Um, yeah, like at all. Same here. Yeah, I mean, do you think that it's, I mean, from your experience playing online, would a new, in theory, easy to use, like, messaging, talking system, do you think that could be attractive for you on PlayStation? Or do you think it'd be really hard to get you to pull away from just the standard interface that it has already? I'm good with the parties. Um, They changed it recently, and um, I liked it fine before. I think it's fine now. I I kind of feel the same. Yeah, I don't really... I don't feel the need to switch, you know? Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff the party chats weren't doing that I wished it would do, Mm -hmm. you know? I guess some people really like video chat, but I've never really been that much of a fan. No. And even when I... I hate it. Yeah, I I kind of hate it, too. I actively hate it. Yeah. Um, Even when I have video chat, I tend to treat it like audio chat anyways, right? Like, I don't even necessarily point it at my face. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I think it is too. Yeah, we're really old. I mean, in fairness. Yeah. So you know, we're not we're not uh, you know spring chickens. No. Uh, Down with the new technology. Yeah, we're pre-video calls. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like we had chat rooms when we were kids, or I had chat rooms when you. I I didn't even use a computer back then. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No way. Computers were for nerds. Yeah, when I started, computers were for nerds. When I started, it was chat rooms and forums. That yeah. was the yeah on yeah, BBS yeah. boards. <laughs> so, I remember you know, hearing about these things. We've, we've yeah. come a long way. <laughs> I had yeah. no idea what they were. Um, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, uh, so you're just chatting with strangers about what? Like Pretty nothing. Much. Oh, yeah. that sounds like fun. That's <laughs> <laughs> kind of how I feel too. Ironically, I, th- I feel like that's the niche that Discord fills. Mm-hmm. Maybe today, right? Yeah, probably. Like, is chatting with random people about some topic. Maybe. You know? yeah. I guess to speak really quick, we should probably shouldn't completely glaze over the article. The new thing that they announced, the new feature that Discord announced, was some sort of basically they're trying to do a little bit more social um, 
social networking style uh, than they were before. They're introducing this new feature called, they've had this thing called, I'm going to get the name wrong, Stage stage Channels, which is the most recently integrated thing. And it's essentially like a, um, how would you describe it? Kind of like a podium thing where it's like, like one person does a thing and other people can join and listen. Hmm. But they can't, they're just listening to the person. And then if they like whatever the person is putting on, like some performance, a talk show, whatever, they can like sort of, I guess, subscribe and then like continually like go check out new things that person's doing. So that was the thing they did. It's sort of, it's the idea is I think it's bringing them slowly closer to what maybe YouTube is doing. And then the stage discovery thing is some sort of algorithmic uh, thing where they can recommend you like... Things you may like. Yeah, they'll try and... Can, they're really careful, Discord, to use the branding of... Like, they're branding it in a very friendly way. They're kind of going to connect you with communities. And they're not going to... I know. And they're not going to, like, um, you know, have a, a horrible uh, um, recommendation list where, you, like, have, where you're expected to go through, like, 20 videos to, like, find stuff you like. They're just going to recommend you communities, and it should be very... I don't know. It sounds super, like... It's super marketing-speaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, they're trying to integrate more social media okay, yeah. features and we'll see how that goes yeah um, i think but, social media in general is bad but you know same here i mean the kids like it um but you know i think the partnership with sony could be good kids also put tide pots in their fucking mouths um <laughs> <laughs> fuck the kids <laughs> that's a fair point <laughs> sorry i don't care what they like lest uh, we forget <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, I do think that uh, it could be cool for uh, for Sony to get more a partnership with Discord could be really good for them. So mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I have, I have trouble believing how it would work. Like I I have no idea. I feel like if you have to run an, a Discord app at the same time, you're through your PlayStation somehow. I also feel like these things are a lot. Like, does anyone really like who is not just going to use their like? It's so easy to just use your phone to talk to someone while you play a game. Like, if you have to go outside a party chat mm-hmm. to do what you need to do, you're probably just going to call someone. Or use Discord on your phone. I mean, you know what I mean. It could be cool for. I remember. Okay, the only time I ever did this, I had a buddy on Xbox, and I was on PlayStation. We were looking for something we could play together. Fortnite was the only thing at the time that we both had, or it was free, so I got it. But you couldn't be in a party together because it's not the same world, right? That's a good point. Um, It's a really good point. So if Discord was available for both, although it was bought by Sony or partnered with Sony. Yeah. So I don't know if it would go on. It's entirely possible they'll do a partnership with Microsoft too. We don't, I mean, no, they just right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, in that sense, it could be very cool it in could. terms of making it more accessible for cross-platform people to communicate. I think I it's mean, definitely in Discord's best interest to do that on as many platforms as they yeah, can, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it drove me crazy. It was ridiculous. Like uh, That's a really good point. I had to just, like, have them on speakerphone. Yeah. Like, and I'm sorry. I know what you mean. That stuff can get a little... That was just ridiculous. We're playing the same game. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, that's just ridiculous. But... No, totally, totally. It also makes me think of uh, how Nintendo famously still does not have... Um, party chat on its console like yeah i mean it's 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 i think it's just completely it's ludicrous that that like i had to i had to phone call my nephew when i was playing pokemon with him because you know there's no way in the game of that's insane and it's like yeah i get it there's a, like they released a, a nintendo app you so you can do it on your phone but it's like i already have a million things on my phone that already can do that probably way better than you can probably like primarily just a phone call or something simple like whatever, FaceTime or some shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need more <laughs> apps, you know? Mm, like, no. I don't think so, anyway. If the Discord operates within the console's ecosystem, maybe that could be useful. It could be very cool. It could be. I mean, we'll uh, again, yeah. in that situation alone, like, I can see it being useful, maybe. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. like, beside that, I 
really don't. Um, totally. But maybe I just haven't encountered another situation where it could be useful. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, uh, yeah. So. Yeah. I just um, don't play with people on Xbox. That's all. Uh, just kidding. I don't really know anybody who has Xbox. I don't think. Actually, I don't either. Yeah. But he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, but uh, you know, keep an eye on it. See what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, it's good for PlayStation. I feel like they've been having a bit of a hard hard road lately with uh, the amount of stuff that Microsoft is. There's also, we're not going to talk about this, but uh, it was just confirmed that Starfield, which is the next Bethesda game, right, uh, is going to be uh, Microsoft only. So right. it's going to be PC and Xbox only. So, you know, Sony has been having some trouble lately in, in terms of, like, how they're seen in the public and, like, how well they're doing with, like, other publishers and stuff. Microsoft, I feel like, is kind of winning that battle. So I think that stuff like this is, like, it's, it's good for Sony because they kind of need a bit of, like... They need people to think that they've sort of got them got their best interests at heart, but you know, with like what they're doing in terms of like yeah, acquisitions, yeah. partnerships, you know, whatever publishing deals, first party stuff. Like, mm. so I think it's maybe good in that just in that sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah, because Discord means a lot to the community to to the people. I think mm -hmm. so. It's great. Anyways, uh, so that's enough for that. Um, our next topic was number five. We had Hood Out Laws and Legends. Already discussed that. Mm -hmm. That came out May seventh. Uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and yep. we'll move on to number eight, which is Blizzard and Epic Veterans announced new RPG studio Lightforge games. Amazing. Amazing. So we're coming back to uh, the final uh, the final news news item, which is Blizzard Epic Veterans announced new RPG studio Lightforge games. Uh, this is off IGN, the article, uh, and there's a little quote here. Matt Shambari, Shambari? Matt Shambari and fellow co-founders co want to embrace empathy, quote-unquote, in their studio, starting with mental health and remote work. So. Yeah. I mean, that's good. It really is. But, like, <laughs> it, it really does seem like, uh, again, breaking your arm, drinking yourself off. Kind um, of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, embracing empathy is great. Uh, I mean, it's a little it, bit of a weird thing to state in terms of, like, a company. But, <laughs> I mean, you know. It sounds like they're going to be, like, fucking Bond villains or something. You know, like, if you're going to say <laughs> this... Like, you must be doing something else, you know? So like, nefarious that I mean, you need I a know. really good cover. <laughs> I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I don't know. Um, but basically, the actual story is um, pretty much just, this is one, and I didn't realize this, but this is this studio, Lightforge Games, uh, which is allegedly an RPG studio. Uh, apparently, in the last year or two, there's been multiple uh, studios created by Blizzard veterans, so this is not the first one. Uh, companies like, uh, here, Dreamhaven, Frost Giant, and Warchief Gaming, uh, have plenty in common beyond their Blizzard connections, love of fantasy worlds, interest in games bring players together, desire to work in a small team, etc., etc. Uh, now, former Blizzard and Epic engineer Matt Shambari is joining a collective with a new endeavor, Lightforge Games. And there's not that many people here yet. Uh, Shambari himself uh, has been over eight years at Blizzard, with another five at Epic. Epic Games, uh, and his four Lightforge co-founders also represent a blend of those two company cultures. Again, I'm reading this off the IGN article. Uh, opened alongside former Epic programmer Dan Hertzka, former Epic producer Nathan Fairbanks, former Blizzard artist Glenn Rain, and former Blizzard and Epic marketing director Mark Hutchison. Studio opened about a year ago and has been working quietly since. Now has 11 employees, many of whom come from the same or similar industry backgrounds. Uh, and that's basically it. I mean, the rest of the there's a you know there's a whole bunch of other stuff in the article about like all the stuff they love and mm -hmm. like you know we love D and D we love Minecraft uh, shared connectedness games that bring people together you know blah 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 um, basically it kind of sounds like they worked on a lot of World of Warcraft and they want to incorporate these <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. these elements into something new um, they haven't actually said what they're working on yet uh, they've only stated that it's in the RPG genre. Um, 
that's about all there is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do it's think? interesting, and uh, everything they say makes sense. Like, everything uh, they say makes sense. I mean, yeah. that seems great. It just seems weird to say it. Uh, <laughs> kind of. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like again, as we were saying earlier, you know, like this is something that you you want at the bottom, but maybe not so much at the top. Yeah. So they were at the bottom, maybe not the bottom, but yeah, they weren't on the high end. They're keeping this thought, but uh, as they get higher up, I have a feeling a lot of this might change. <laughs> yeah. Like I yeah. don't know. Yeah, um, they have a lot of ideals they're talking about. About like, well, first of all, they seem to be very focused on the fact that they're extremely happy to all work remotely. They're like, oh, it really sucks to have to relocate yourself. We're really happy to work remotely. Uh, there's a bunch on that. I was kind of like, that doesn't seem particularly shocking in the world that we have now. Yeah. Um, everybody's working remotely, but... Uh... It sounds... This is going to be kind of... Maybe not the best thing to say, but... Sounds kind of like communism to me. Um, <laughs> Please go on. Great idea. But maybe it's not going to work out so well. That's kind of what my feelings were. I mean, I I read this too, and like... I mean, I've been... I've become increasingly frustrated with the... Um, I wonder if you can hear the cat scratching the poof. Maybe. Crazy girl. Dugers. You're a bad girl. She was not allowed to scratch the poof, but then we took away her other things she liked to scratch, so we decided we just had to let her. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, had, she needs to have one thing she can scratch. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Cat needs a toy. What is this, Meowschwitz? Cat needs a toy. <laughs> what? Yeah. What is this, Meowschwitz? <laughs> Meowschwitz. <laughs> <laughs> it's from Archer. That's really <laughs> funny, Meowschwitz. Oh, man, only Archer. Um... <laughs> But yeah, to come back to what you're saying, uh, you just came off saying that, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, remote, remote working sounds... I mean, I, well, remote work Like, good in practice. Uh, not not I mean, that, just everything they say about empathy and this and that, yeah. and, like, this is the focus, and this yeah. is... It, it just seems like, yeah, like, these are great things and whatnot, but just, like, let's see what the end result actually is. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they have a lot of lofty ideals about, like, the, the way in which they want to conduct their workplace... But, you know, we'll, we'll just see how it goes, I guess. Exactly. I feel like, I mean, yeah, like, similar, like again, like what we were saying earlier, it's a lot of, you know, I, I kind of feel like every team that starts small like this has these kinds of goals. Right. They all, I mean, there's a reason why they left their previous studio. It's because they're unsatisfied with things. that I mean, that's how it goes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. it's the exact same way that the reason why, uh, you know, yeah, I think a lot of small developers start doing indie projects just because, mm. you know, they're tired of the grind or whatever. And they're like, you know what? Maybe I can do this for myself. Maybe it'll be better if I'm my own boss. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, I like being my own boss. The freedom is kind of nice. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So it's, you know, it doesn't mean all that much. I'm glad to see that they're enthusiastic and happy. Absolutely. That seems to be the overall, the, the tone is that, you know, they're psyched. Yeah. They're psyched then, to be working on stuff. And that's good. They should be. They're fully embracing the remote work. Good for them. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I kind of, I guess what I was about to say before, before the cat started scratching something was that, um, I kind of have become increasingly frustrated with the idea that like remote work is the level of enthusiasm people have for remote work I feel like does not match the actual viability of the remote work always like it's remote work is not always better you know like mm. it's better in some ways but it really there really there really is something you lose when you can't interact with your people not everybody in a face can to do face it. yeah not everybody can do it and also a lot of teamwork stuff gets a lot harder as soon as you go remote. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. it's got its ups, but it's uh, but again, not for everybody. Yeah, and not all the time. Yeah, like I work remotely and have been since the beginning of my job. There was no change due to COVID, but it makes sense because my work is extremely piecemeal. It's like I'm given a small project, I do a small project, I deliver yeah. that, that's it. I move on to the next project. There's I don't have a lot of collaboration with people, mm -hmm. right? Like 
I read company emails, but that's about it. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I don't yeah. even have to respond to them half the time. You know what I mean? Like okay. I just keep abreast of stuff and that's it. You know, like I only talk to people when I have an actual problem. Right, know? right. Which is cool. <clears throat> and it can work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It really makes sense in that case, but there's no collaboration. Right. You know, it's like I'm a skilled worker in some sense. I'm just delivering my skill. That's it. Yeah. You like know? it would, like, I don't know. It makes sense if you're working with people or working on something with people yeah. that, you know it might be good to be able to just yell over oh uh, what about this you know and it's done instead of an email or a phone call or yeah. whatever yeah. like uh, can you look at this for me yeah, um, yeah. what would you do you know yeah. like there's all kinds of hey John does this character look like garbage or does exactly. it look really nice exactly you know like, like uh, and like how much time would you save having each of you there where you can right? just look at it as opposed to, yeah. you know, copy it, send it an email, boom, yeah, like wait sending for response, someone a picture, like, you don't get any instantaneous feedback, no. you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know, so, you know, I, I have my, I, I wonder about those things, but whatever, they seem to be happy about it, so, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. good for them. Um, the pedigree of the, the people involved seems quite, quite good, yeah. so, you know, uh, I guess we'll see what they, uh, what they come up what, with, see what they come up with, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk again about it uh, when they actually have a product. Right? Yeah. Uh, it seems like they're, they're are, they are working on something, but it's just way too early to, uh, to show details. We'll that's about it. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, uh, that's kind of all we got for this week. Cool. I don't know. Is there anything else you, uh, you want to talk about before we sign off? Uh... <laughs> oh, I feel like I did, but I, I, I'm drawing a complete blank. Was it my COVID vaccination? I got COVID vaccine. Oh, you got the vaccine? No, it wasn't even. <laughs> no. But uh, but hey, yeah, we you're probably vaccinated. shouldn't talk about that. Well, uh, I mean, I'm yeah, vaccinated. Yeah. You're vaccinated. Uh, that's something you, you did. You, you did film it and put it on social media, right? <laughs> no, but there was a <gasps> lot of there was a lot of people oh. taking pictures in front of the like oh. I got vaccinated like display thing for their Instagram oh, accounts man. when I was. Uh, well, you better go back and do it again. And, and well, hey, I've, got, my, I've got my media. I've got my second dose coming, so okay, well, it's not too late. Videotape it. I mean, people need proof. People need proof. <laughs> my little paper is not enough. I got a little well, paper. Unless you put it on your chest. I, don't I guess. Know. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Maybe do? a sticker or like a button. I think you should wrap it around your arm like a band. Um, <laughs> put a little marking on it. Yeah. Why not? Eh? <laughs> Barcode, maybe. Uh, good stuff, though. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. 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 Don't have any side effects. That's no, good. I, no, I, no flu symptoms today. Right. I hear the second one is where you get uh, sick from. Oh really? Um, well, from just from people that I know that have gotten it. Okay. Have, uh, yeah. Interesting. Have mentioned they got. Uh, uh, what was the word that they used? Uh, I've never even heard this before. A man cold? A man cold? Uh, uh, I, I don't even know. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Um, and it's like, oh, just a really bad uh, cold flu. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Bedridden for a few days. Mild flu symptoms. Uh, not so mild, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, more severe than anybody that I know that has gotten COVID. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, everybody I've, 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 I know about... I know of about six people that have got COVID. Yeah. And uh, out of uh, all of them have said that it was incredibly mild for them. Yeah. Like it, like almost not noticeable. Um, One person said that it it was, she felt bad. Um, But out of everybody I know that's gotten the vaccine, (laughs) I've heard the second dose can make you ill for a few days um huh. i guess it depends on all kinds of things and yeah like, and did, which, do you know which, which vaccine they got no clue. i got the moderna moderna yeah, i think yeah, yeah yeah no i uh i, I don't even know but huh. uh well we'll see yeah i mean listen i'll report back in three months 
Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like I was saying earlier, I kind of I, I wish that I had more confidence in the in the fact that this would help us to get back to our old routine. I do not have such confidence. Um, I still hope that it yeah. will happen, but well, I'm not sure. confident. Um, yeah, of course. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but if it wasn't that, then I, I mean, I don't. You know, what else, what, what else did you maybe want to talk about? Resident Evil Five. Probably something to do with trolling. Trolling, um, more than likely. RDO. Yeah, it was probably showdown. Trolling in Red Dead. <laughs> I don't remember. Did a little bit of it the other day, but not much. No. I did get some messages, but I can't remember what they are for the life of me. Um, I, I guess that's all we got. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, have a good week. Like, have a good week. Um, thank you for uh, coming to coming to my place. Nice Pre- place. Appreciate the different different recording venue. Nice place. And uh, we'll see if. We'll see if it ends up being a repeat thing. A repeat thing. All right. Cool. See you next week. Have a good one. Bye for now.